0: Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, July 26. This is Jamie Goldberg with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. A man was stabbed and killed and another man was severely injured after being shot and slashed in two separate incidents in downtown Portland on July 24. The shooting and stabbings cast a shadow on what backers had billed as the grand reopening of downtown Portland capped by a sing-along led by hometown favorites Pink Martini in Pioneer Courthouse Square, which hundreds attended. The shooting and stabbings came a week after an 18-year-old girl was killed and six others were injured in a drive-by shooting in downtown. With Saturday's fatal stabbing, homicides now number 53 in Portland this year, on pace to hit 100 if they continue at the same rate. With Saturday's fatal stabbing, homicides now number 53 in Portland this year, on pace to hit 100 if they continue at the same rate. That would eclipse the record of 70 homicides set in 1987. Most of the people killed this year died in shootings. Almost half the victims were black. A Hillsboro construction worker died after apparently succumbing to the heat while on the job June 28th, when temperatures within the city and throughout Oregon reached unprecedented highs. The Oregon Occupational Safety and Health Division is investigating the incident, but attributed the fatality to heat stress in a preliminary report. The worker who has not been identified is one of at least two Oregon workers suspected of dying of a heat-related illness after working through the unprecedented heat wave. The worker collapsed as record temperatures across the state were shattered June 28, the hottest day of the three-day heat wave. Temperatures reached 114 degrees in Hillsborough on June 28, the hottest day on record for the city. An Oregon farm worker's death days earlier was similarly attributed to heat. The state also reported that a Klamath Falls farm worker died June 29th, and a Walmart warehouse worker in Hermiston died June 24th. The cause of death in those cases remains unknown. Community members gathered in Northeast Portland Sunday to clean up a mural honoring George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery that was defaced sometime late July 24th or early July 25th. Graffiti in the form of a web address for a white supremacist group was discovered Sunday morning on the mural called We Stand With You. This is not the first time graffiti from the hate group Patriot Front has marked art in the city. In June, the York statue at Mount Tabor Park was defaced with a red logo resembling a symbol used by Patriot Front. Other statues and murals across the country honoring Floyd, Taylor, and others killed by police have been defaced with Patriot Front logos over the last several months. The Southern Poverty Law Center calls Patriot Front a white nationalist hate group. The number of people flying through Portland International Airport topped 1 million in each of the past two months, climbing 13% in June as travelers hopped back aboard airplanes eager to shake off their pandemic isolation. Nearly 1.2 million people flew through PDX in June, by far the highest number since the pandemic began. That compares to just 77,000 passengers who flew through PDX in April 2020. Airlines continue adding flights as well. Delta Airlines is again booking nonstop flights to Amsterdam beginning in October. And airlines have added many more domestic flights. Still, passenger volumes aren't yet near pre pandemic levels. June's passenger count was down by 28% from 2019's average of nearly 1.7 million monthly passengers. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.